You're tuned to Ma'Allah with Sheikh Zakaria Samir. Respected and dear listener of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome once again with me, Zakaria Samir, and your program, Ma'Allah. The first segment of this program, which is the reminder. I ask the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he must bless us with his mercy, shower us with his care and love. Yes, respected listener, as without the care of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will be in a loss. We will be in a loss. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent his special messenger, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to become a guide for us, to become, to represent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, to represent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's kindness and love and rahmah. Yes, respected listener, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would send, for example, we will have to we'll have to look upon this seriously, respected listener. Really. We must ask ourselves why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his final messenger, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, at the end. Why he didn't send him to the people the, the, the Jews people, 
why he didn't send them there? Why didn't he send them or send him there? Yes, because he is from the he is not from the Hebrew lineage. He is from the Arab lineage. That's one reason. What other reasons are there? Is there any other reasons? So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent Sayyidina Muhammad to the Hebrews that time, the time of Fir'aun, and sent Sayyidina Musa to us instead of Sayyidina Muhammad, would he be the suitable person to come in our time? Would it be suitable to send Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to the Hebrews that time? No, respected listener. It wouldn't have worked. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows exactly what can happen in, in, in that specific situation. It is not that they're not going to deliver the messages. They would deliver the messages because that's, that's the messengers. They must deliver the message. But the response from both nations now, the Hebrew and the Arabs, would, have, would they have responded better in, in when, when the exchange happens? No, respected listener, no. It was meant for Sayyidina Muhammad to come to us. It was meant for Sayyidina Musa to be sent amongst his nation. Number one, because he is one of the, that nation. And he knows, or he understands, or he accepts how the nation was. How harsh they were, how, how questioning they were, how, how resistible they, be, they were, it, it suits him. It suits that person, Sayyidina Musa. And when it comes to the Arabs now and Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Sayyidina Rasulullah is one of them. He knows them. He knows their backgrounds. He knows how they think. He knows what to expect. He knows the expected listener. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the most important part of it, which is truthfulness, honesty, and care, and mercy as well. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent to us as mercy. Hudan wa rahmah, hudan, guidance, and mercy from the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he should have had those qualities that Musa alayhi salam did not have. And if he had it, it wouldn't have been suitable for the time, for the place, and for the type of people that he was sent to. Everything that has happened, happened for a specific purpose. Let's look upon how the Islam was spread, respected listener. It started with one. He did not, he, 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 he did not have a, 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 like a, a blood family around him, no. He did not have. It was only Sayyidina Ali from, the, from his blood as a cousin, right? And that's it. He did not have 
anyone else was Sayyidina Ali only. And Sayyidina Ali was a youngster. He was a boy. Still, he could not be of those ones who can stand and support and and stand like a, a, a backbone for Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa because he was still a minor. No one could have considered him as a member. It means that the Islam came via one person and one person only. And that was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa From there, how, how did he spread the, the Islam in such a very short time to become a great nation like that? How? In which way? Amongst the many qualities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that he managed to gather people around him through uh, uh, those qualities, the quality of being fair to people. Yani now if I ask you a question, how do you value people around you? What, how, how did you measure, how, what standard that you put for them in order for you to value them? How do you value them? According to what? According to their financial position, how wealthy they are, or according to their uh, uh, scientific uh, uh, status, uh, maybe they are uh, because they have so much of knowledge, uh, or do you, do you actually value them because of their name of their family, or the, the, the beauty or the power that they have, one of the two, uh, on, on which basic that you value the person surrounding you or the per people surrounding you and you deal with this with this gentleman or this lady in a specific way and the other one you deal with them in a different way according to what how do you value them according to their deen maybe if they are muslims then you will show more appreciation to them and if they are non-muslims then you will show uh, like a bit of uh, distance between you and them or how do you value people in which way do we or uh, should we value people number one respect listener we have an example we have a guide and that guide is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now, obviously, respected listener, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not command from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a specific way to deal with Muslims and another specific way to deal with non-Muslims. He did not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not tell him how to deal with this category in that way and to deal with the other category in this way. No, he didn't. He left it as a, as a choice to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, respected listener. It is according to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's choice. And look at the choice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How did he treat Muslims? How did he treat non-Muslims? Was there a difference? Was there a difference between this category and those categories, this, this type of people and those type of people? Did he have, did he have to uh, do a specific type of, of treatment for each party or not? According to their deen or what? 
see, respected listener, it is very important to study the lifestyle of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is very, very important to understand the characteristics of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From there, you will be able to know how, if you are a follower of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then you will follow his footsteps. And when you follow his footsteps, most definitely, I guarantee you, according to my understanding, to, to, to the, to the uh, principles of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that you will be successful. Most definitely. Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not value people according to their religion. No. They, he, he did not do that. But he dealt with them according to the uh, to to the to the to the general uh, uh, human values. Yes, respected listener, if you look upon the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you will see that he assisted many people who were not Muslims yet, especially in the beginning of the risala, the beginning of the message. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not look down upon those ones who actually uh, uh, stood against him. Remember when the, the uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi opened Mecca, when he uh, uh, conquered Mecca peacefully, right, without even drawing one sword, without even spilling one uh, drop of blood, was the most peaceful conquering that has had ever happened uh, 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 throughout the history of mankind, respected listener. Why? Why is it so different? Because the people have transgressed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa They have oppressed him. They have been, they have actually uh, shown him, show, showed him so much of uh, uh, abuse, and they made him run away from his home village, Mecca al-Mukarrama, to another place, to another land, and there he managed to set up his empire. When he came back to Mecca, and the mushrikeen and the kuffar were extremely afraid. They were very, very afraid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. During that time, Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came back to them with 10,000 warriors. 10,000. 10,000 started with one person. So they were amazed. They were amazed in such a short time. Subhanallah. He came back with, this is only the warriors. They're still in Medina. There are still many Muslims. What Muhammad is going to do to us now? We, we abused him. We oppressed him. We insulted him. And we were about to kill him on a couple of occasions. And we ran after him too when he, 
when he ran away, we still went behind him and we were about to catch him and we were about to kill him. Now when he comes with all this power that he has, what he is going to do to us? So what he said, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Idhabu, go, you are free. As long as you don't fight with me, I am not going to fight with you. I did not come for, to spread fighting and spread hatred between us. But I came to join us all under one flag, the flag of La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. You are to live with me. Look at the Jews. There were so many in Medina. He did not chase them out. He did not fight with them until they betrayed him. And they wanted to sell him to the kuffar during the trench, uh, the trench fight. Remember? They went behind the Muslims back and they made an agreement with the Quraysh that they will open this gap for them to come and attack the Muslims and all that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it not happen. Not happen. It wasn't to happen at all because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not allow it to happen. But look at him, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was living with the kuffar. Even they were kuffar in Medina too, respected listener. There was Jews. They were Muslims. They were believers. And they were hypocrites as well. The hypocrites are the kuffar that we say that they are kuffar. So there were so many of them in Medina and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not object them be living in, in Medina and he allowed them to live in Medina and uh, did not have no animosity with them whatsoever. Now this is what we are supposed to do respectful listener. We should not look low upon anyone who is different in his belief. We should not. We should not put them down before us or even behind their backs. We should not actually talk bad about them. We should respect them and honor them because they are the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to turn their, uh, uh, their ways to a different, any other way, he could have done that. But as long as they are uh, uh, non-believers maybe, or maybe believing the wrong belief, uh, or maybe they have a different understanding, it, it does not give us a right of humiliating them or looking down upon them. But we need to deal with them respectfully, and we need to honor them, and we need to respect whatever they believe. That's their own belief. We don't have to follow them, obviously. But we don't, don't have to humiliate them under any circumstances because they are, uh, uh, they are uh, drifted, let's say, drifted to another belief. We are not to do this, respected listener. But we need to value them because they are human, because they are the creation of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to uh, dignify them. All right? We need to value them. We, we don't value according to the deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one 
who will uh, 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 once he take them then he will uh, uh, put them uh, into the account of their deeds not us not you not me we are we have no right over them whatsoever but it is from our side that we need to do is to advise them and uh, uh, let them understand uh, uh, properly and uh, not in a humiliating way but in a in a dignified way we can take it with them slowly 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 if they accept we can proceed and uh, if they don't accept then we are we we draw back we draw back we cannot insist and persist we can't because in our religion as muslims we are not to force anyone to believe uh, in what we what we believe in we are not to do that respected listener as as we uh, as they respect us we need to respect them as they honor us we need to honor them and uh, we need to actually always if you have the opportunity is to advise them nothing more than that it has been mentioned that countries or groups big groups uh, uh, they get punished and they get rewarded in this life in this life groups and uh, and countries uh, they get punished in this life and they get rewarded for this life too like uh, look at the look at the people of Saudi Arabia now they are mashallah they are so happy they are wealthy they are they 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 have everything alhamdulillah rabbil alameen right so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rewarding them for good for their for their uh, good actions as a group as a country and they, uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punish them too when they do something that is inappropriate right so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes them in this dunya as well so they do mistakes and they pay for their mistakes you understand what i mean but when it comes to single person his punishment his reward is not in this world it's in the year after each one of us will pay for his own account but each country will 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 get punished in this dunya for their uh, 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 mis misbehaving or misunderstanding or whatever it is wrong the groups get punished and rewarded in this life but as for the single people single person will pay for his deeds on the day of qiyamah and will get rewarded on the day of qiyamah as well it doesn't it doesn't work for both sides the same way so now We need to understand this point that we are not better than anyone else excepting with our taqwa. So you cannot value anyone in this world according to his deen, but according to his human values. How assisting he is, how helpful he is, how accommodating he is, how 
loving he is, how caring she is, how uh, 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 Allah's uh, uh, conscious he and she are. So this is how we value people, not according to their deen, because the deen might be faked. Yes, it might be faked. Those priests and, and uh, uh, those people of the church, you find them so dignified. But when you look upon the actions, you find it so bad. So how can you judge a person like this? How can you value a person like this? No, 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 no. Not to your deen, but to your human values. To your human values. So we need to understand that very, very uh, nicely respected listener and we need to understand that this world is not for Muslims only it's not for Muslims only it's for all types of people that the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created those ones who are so pious those ones who are normal piety those ones who are disobedient those ones who are considered as hypocrites those ones who are considered as criminals too this world is for everybody. You cannot actually put lines, put uh, limits. They know this category cannot can live here and they cannot live. Like how they used to do now in the past couple of years when they go and kill people, right? It's because uh, they are whites. So you are, you, you are valuing them according to their color. No, it doesn't work that way. It hasn't been working that way. That's why we say uh, um, to differ differentiate betwe between two people because of their color is, is not right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept that. Not the whole world even accepts that. Not the whole world accepts that. Or according to the deen, that is unacceptable. You cannot say, no, Muslims cannot enter this place. No, you can't say that. This is the land of the Almighty God, not your ground. You did not pay for it, and it doesn't belong to you. It is for everybody. Like how rain falls on us without differentiation. It pours the head of the black man, the head of the white man, the head of the Indian man, the head of the Mexican man, the same. The same. Because we are all same we are all the creation of the almighty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are not to differentiate or race or consider the race as as something that we can consider uh, and and uh, to deal with each other may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from the evil that is within us and the evil that is surrounding us. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us on a straight path and give us more of knowledge so we understand what should we do and what we shouldn't do. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. WhatsApp us on 084-786-3132.